You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We need some light. First of all, we need some light. You're listening to Hurt and Healing from The Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. I'm Mo Brady. It's just you and me. We'll live, you'll see. As performers, our bodies are our instruments. We use our physical beings to create sounds, embody characters, and tell stories. So when that physical instrument is suffering, how does that affect a performer's artistry? And what does it do to a performer's psyche when they aren't able to work to the best of their abilities? Torian Everett made a splash last season in the ensemble of The Chair Show. He brought down the house as Bob Mackey's assistant wearing only a loincloth and a beaming smile. Torian was also the lead campaign image for this year's edition of Broadway Bears. So it goes without saying that this is a guy who takes care of his body. However, that fitness was called into question when he was injured at an audition that took him out of the final weeks of the share show. Here's our conversation. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi. Hi. Will you introduce yourself and tell us what neighborhood of New York City you live in? I will. My name is Torian Everett, and I live in Washington Heights. So what's your most recent Broadway credit? My most recent Broadway credit, we just finished The Share Show. I played Bob Mackey's assistant. I got to wear some iconic looks in the show. But you didn't finish the run of the show, right? I did not finish the run. I was out of the run about a month before closing. And what happened? I injured myself in an audition. I went to an audition and ended up tearing 
my groin. Uh, so what happened was the adductor longus, if you try to squeeze your knees together, those muscles, you know, or you sat, you sat on an adductor machine, those muscles on my left side, it tore away from my pubic bone, as well as the lower abdomen on the most lateral side, so the furthest outside of my body, away from my belly button, that also tore away from the pubic bone. Is this a kind of injury where you like hear a pop or feel something happen instantly? I felt a pop and I remember thinking, oh shoot, that didn't feel correct. When it happened, I did end up feeling, I guess what most people would say, a pop. It was one of those things that, you know how when you crack your knuckles, there's this moment of relief, mm -hmm. but then you wiggle your fingers to make to, to shake out all of the excess? Yeah. That's what I ended up feeling while I was dancing. I thought, this hurts. This wasn't supposed to happen. I'll worry about it later. Sounds normal. <laughs> Sounds normal. And it wasn't until after we had finished the combination and I stepped over to the side, I did what you're never supposed to do, and that was test it to test what I was feeling. And I, in a moment of a grand plie and stretching the adductor, I could not stand back up. Oh my gosh. And that's when I realized that something had gone wrong. What a weird place to realize that. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say you never want to call attention to yourself, but what feels correct in those situations where we are competing for a job mm -hmm. when we are wanting to present ourselves in the best light and to prove I am capable, I am talented, I, I am the one you want for this show. Mm -hmm. I think the last thing that we ever want to do is appear weak, appear unavailable, appear difficult, or appear injured. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I didn't think oh, well, I should tell someone, I should communicate this injury because the very first instinct is I didn't want to pull myself out of the running. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't feel that way, but I do. And at the same time, when something like that happens and there's adrenaline and you're waiting to hear if you're going to stay and sing, you're waiting to hear if they're going to ask for more, you just don't think about what is actually happening. Mm -hmm. So you got out of the Grand Plié. I got out of the Grand Plié. But you stayed. But I stayed to sing. There was no more dancing afterwards. Also, alongside that, I do feel like there is an element of, I don't really know what happened. Oh, sure. Maybe it will feel better tomorrow. Maybe it was just a weird little like ligament stretch and like it'll feel better in a couple of days. So when did you realize that this was not just a little tweak, but more of a trauma? I saw a doctor about a week later. So you um, danced on this for... Well, I didn't. I actually ended up calling out of my show that night. Okay. And then it wasn't until a week after that audition that I did go to see a doctor because I thought, this isn't getting better. It actually feels like it's getting worse. And so I went to the doctor. And of course, the doctors, they tell you, oh, this is what I think it is. But as a dancer, you have a, an awareness about your body that no one else can really, you know, specify mm -hmm. without MRIs, without x-rays. You know, the doctor said, oh, it feels like it's a sprain, like you maybe strained something. Here's this medication, but I will also refer you to a specialist. And it was then that I found out that the injury was far more traumatic than I realized it actually was and that the doctor realized it actually was. 
Got it. So how much time passes between the audition and you realizing what the injury actually was? Two and a half to three weeks. From that point, there's scheduling of, well, this is when we can do this operation. Or we don't have to do the operation, but you're just never going to feel the same. (laughs) So what's going on at work between the audition and actually finding out the severity of the injury? What was happening at work was nothing. (laughs) It didn't, the injury didn't happen at work. Therefore, they, there's no responsibility, which I understand. So I was watching the end of my show. I was watching my show come to a close, something that I'd been a part of from day one with the lab and then the out of town and then the Broadway run. It ended up becoming more of an emotional, mental struggle than it was dealing with the actual injury itself. Because during that last month, I was waiting for the operation to happen. In that, it's tricky because your body does start to heal, but it never really feels the same. So I was thinking, oh, I can go back to the show. I'll go back in a week. I'll go back in two weeks. I'll go back in three weeks. And there was one point that I did attempt the show, having been injured, and then... I realized mid-show, yo, girl, you can't do this. (laughs) You know, you can't do it. And you shouldn't subject yourself to further damage for this tiny moment. So you're kind of calling out on a continuing basis. There wasn't... Correct. The stage management team was wonderful, and they checked in with me every day. Finally ended up getting uh, a doctor's note from the doctor who says you know what, I think this is probably the end of your run. Which is hard to hear, you know? It's a hard hard reality to face. Not, I'm not exclusive or special in in, in terms of being the only one who's ever experienced that, but it hits you all the same. I'm not able to complete the journey. I'm not able to do what I was hired to do. The fact that I'm not able to do what I was hired to do, but not because of something that happened at that place, Mm -hmm. something that happened somewhere else. I would say, and they didn't say this to me, and and I don't want this to be misunderstood, but as far as they're concerned, I could have been skydiving. I could have been, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. And they are not responsible. But in this case, it was an audition. And so... It gets tricky, and there was a part of me that thought, well, maybe, you know, the union will take care of this, or maybe the show will step in and and provide some sort of support, but that was not the case. And is it anyone's fault? No. But the situation just sucks nonetheless, and I, I'm curious as to what steps can be taken to sort of prevent this type of thing, or to at least offer resources for people when they are injured to know what to do and to know what path to take. There's a point where your income, your sick days have run out. Correct. So the, but the job is yours. You're not being fired. You're just. Correct. You just, if you can't come, we can't pay you. Correct. (sighs) Well, and that's, and that's exactly it. And that is, that's the frustrating part is that I think 
oh, I was able to do my show. I was able to do everything. I've been doing it for this long. Mm -hmm. And maybe in this particular audition, I wasn't able to do that thing. And that thing is what took me out of being able to do the thing that I can do. Right. You know, and so I feel like it's so frustrating because, you know, there's the emotional carriage of disappointing my teammates. And mm -hmm. Had you been through surgery before? No, it was my first time. Um, it is a very emotional thing to have your body invaded that way and to understand that your body cannot function in the way that it is supposed to and there is nothing you can do about it but do nothing. Have they told you how long they think the recovery process will last in total? Yes, it is four and a half months. I am one month in. I've started physical therapy and I... I think that at the end of the four and a half months, I think they're suggesting that that's when I will be released back into the wild. <laughs> it's a period in time that I am looking forward to, but I also am sort of afraid or a little nervous at least or uh, about re-injury and about what does this mean going forward? What does this mean as far as my bravery when I walk into a room, what, hmm. what am I willing to attempt? What am I not willing to attempt for a simple fear of, I will not go through this again. If you were to go back, I'm, I'm not as interested in what you might've done differently, but just what you wish you would have known. Mm, I think what I wish is that it really is okay to say no. <laughs> and I wish that I had allowed myself that. I wish that I had. It's just tricky because I feel like we want the job. Like I said before, we want the job. We want to present ourselves in the best light possible. But you can't do everything. Mm -hmm. Not No one person can do everything. Had I had the choice to say, this probably, this might hurt me. So do it or don't. I wish that I, I wish that I had a, allowed myself to just say that's okay. I'm, I'm going to pass. And that is okay. Mm -hmm. That's what I wish that I had known is that I am allowed to do that. And that isn't anything that someone else is going to tell me. That's <laughs> something that I have to be okay with for myself. Maybe it takes a traumatic experience to, to come to that. And I feel like that's where I am. And I think if I could communicate anything to, to anyone, it's, it's just there is power in the word no. There's power in the word no in that no one who was there at the audition, they're not thinking about me. While I sit alone with this, I do feel that had I just given myself that respect to say, that's okay, my body doesn't want to do this, or <laughs> I can't do this, or maybe I'm too old to be doing this, <laughs> then... I should have just allowed myself that freedom because this is an industry made of people. People have choices. And I think that we need to allow ourselves the choices. I don't want what I have to say to come across as being jaded or being upset. I just want for people to recognize that what we do in the industry is very difficult. The things that we're asked to do are very difficult and the bar keeps getting higher and higher and higher and 
at some point we we do have to face our limits and in an industry where you have to do what it takes to get the job but not at the sacrifice of your own physical health because we only get the one body you only get the one body and so you have to do your best to protect it but ultimately i just if i can communicate anything it's just protect yourself in these auditions there's work to be done with the union there's work to be done as far as protecting our you know having protection considering that my job interview is far different than little miss corporate america over here you know it's just different it's a different thing our bodies our are our companies Special thanks to Torian Everett for sharing his stories with us this week. You can learn more about him and how to connect with him online by visiting our website, theensemblist.com. The Ensemblist was produced today by me, Mo Brady. You can help others find out about The Ensemblist by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're looking for some more reviews here, guys. We're trying to get to 300. So, so look at that number on Apple Podcasts. If you can help us inch up to 300, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, you can also download episodes wherever you get your podcasts or at theensemblist.com. And follow us on Instagram to see the latest posts from our website, where we share the stories of talented artists working in Broadway ensembles. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.